0: What? Google Photos isn't free? What am I going to do? That's what we're going to be talking about today. For a long time, I felt my digital photos weren't nearly as well organized as other areas of my life. That situation changed overnight with Google Photos. Google Photos is in the news because of a change in its policy. It will no longer be free for unlimited storage. You may have already heard something about it. Like any other service which has been free, but begins to charge, confusion arises. Today, we'll look at why Google Photos is still the best place to house those digital treasures. If you aren't familiar with Google Photos, go to the text of the blog post. I have a link to a post I did that gives you the basics. For starters, if you're saying, I don't even have Google Photos, well, you probably do. If you have a Google account, you have Google Photos. Log into that Google account and go to photos.google.com and you're there. You can start dragging photos into it today. There's a change coming, June 1st, 2021. Google gives you 15 gigabytes of free storage. Well, nothing changes there. But to this point, Google Photos storage has been unlimited and did not count against your 15 gigabytes. Starting June 1st, 2021, any new Google Photos, along with new Google Docs, Sheets, Slides, Forms, and Jamboards will count against the limit. Notice the word new. Everything you've stored to this point remains free anything you upload by June 1st will be free and will not count against your 15 gigabytes of free storage. So here's the strategy I suggest. If the change only applies to what you upload starting June 1st, now is the time to jump into Google Photos with both feet. Identify the photos you stored on your computer and flash drives. Drag them into Google Photos. Use the Google Photos app to upload pictures stored on your phone. The blog post I mentioned earlier includes a 21-minute video that walks you through everything step-by-step. Over the next six months, upload every photo you've got and take plenty more. You will have downloaded the Google Photos app, and the photos you take will automatically upload to your account. They'll be available from any computer where you're logged in to the Google account. Gone are the days where photos filled up space on your phone. Gone are the days when you had to worry about what happens to your treasured photos if you lose your phone. After June 1, it will probably take you years to reach your 15 gigabyte limit. Every digital photo I have is in Google Photos and it only comes to 1.89 gigabytes. Want to know how much storage you have used with Google Photos, Gmail, and Google Drive already? Well, I have links in the text of the blog post that will tell you that and give you help to free up some more space. And just in case you go over your limit and need to buy more storage, well, exactly how much is this going to cost you? A whopping $1.99 a month for 100 gigabytes. Pay for the whole year at once and you get a discount. $20 $20 for the 12 months you can hardly take the family to McDonald's one time for that for more information directly from Google I've also got a link in the blog post that's going to give you that now here's my workflow when it comes to digital photos on my phone you'll find both a Google Photos app and a Dropbox app every photo I take uploads to both places that built-in redundancy lends peace of mind that if something happened, those photos are safe somewhere else. First, let's talk about Dropbox. Specifically, in my Dropbox account, you would see a folder called Camera Uploads. It's nothing more than a dump of every photo. The good photos and the duds wind up there together. There's nothing organized about it. In my workflow, Dropbox, in general, functions as a place for those things which represent works in progress. Supporting material for current projects lives in Dropbox. When I attach a file to a task in Remember the Milk, it's automatically stored in a folder called Remember the Milk within Dropbox. By the way, that's a feature you get with the pro plan for Remember the Milk. Periodically, I go to that camera uploads folder, organize it, and empty it. I begin by looking at the photos and deleting the duds and the photos which closely duplicate each other. I label what's left, and then finally, I drag the photos to their proper folders in OneDrive. I'm finished when the camera uploads folder is empty. Now, let's talk about OneDrive. In my workflow, OneDrive is the filing cabinet. You'll find a logical folder structure there. The items consist of reference information. In my OneDrive, you would find a folder called Pictures. Within that folder, you'd find many subfolders. In the blog post, I list some of them. In all, there are 264 such folders, each for a particular Trip or a group of people or event. Prepending the folders with a year lends a sense of chronological order to the whole thing. With Dropbox open on one side of my screen and OneDrive open on the other, I drag the photos from Dropbox to their proper folders within OneDrive. Now let's talk about Google Photos. Every photo uploads to Google Photos. One of my once-a-month repeating tasks is to look at Google Photos and organize the recently added photos. Again, I delete the duds and the duplicates and label photos as needed. Some photos are okay to live as singletons, just in chronological order. The search capabilities make it so easy to find what I need. If I do need to create an album manually or drag items individually into an existing album, I do so at this point. And now let's talk about a day in the life of that Google Photos user. Two months ago, my wife and I took a week-long trip to Florida, Georgia, and South Carolina. When we returned, there was no organizing of trip photos needed. The google photos app on my phone uploaded everything to my account google knew the location of my phone at all times figured i had gone on a trip and created an album on its own we gave it a start date, gave it an end date within the album google divided the photos into labeled sections one for the bed and breakfast where we stayed the first several nights and one for the museum that we visited and another for a beach that we visited No research project to go back and try to figure out what pictures were taken where. And if I ever wanted a hard copy of my photo album of that trip, creating and ordering it through Google is ridiculously easy to do. Google Photos even delights by creating video compilations of photos, sometimes even with music and presenting them for approval just as an added perk every few days google presents me with memories from past years and if i'm interested in seeing photos of a particular person i'll have to do is search for the name google photos finds every photo of that person even if it's in a group shot from a high school reunion years ago you know if the grocery store announced that freshly baked bread would be sold for a nickel a loaf We'd all be flocking to the store and clearing the shelves. But if that same bread had been free and now is going to sell for a nickel, some people would be up in arms and looking for alternatives for making a sandwich. It's the same thing here. I'm already seeing alternatives to Google Photos articles. Once upon a time, my digital photos reminded me of a junk drawer. Today, the collection is amazing, and it's all because of Google Photos. Google Photos has made enjoying my photos so much easier. And when we ask the question, why get organized? The answer has much to do with being able to enjoy what we have. Thanks for stopping by today. This has been Frank Buck, helping you get organized and make it look easy.